As is traditional at this time of the year, we have the Super Bowl in America and we at Overdrive critically review the car ads that they play during this, for want of a word, football game. At $5.5 million per 30-second ad that they charge, let alone the cost to produce them, you would think they would be good. We think the ads show truisms, lifestyle values, social values, pulling at heartstrings, technology and humour. It is, though, much more grand image than specific features. Australia's greatest motoring and transport commentators, Errol Smith and Brian Smith, join us to cast their acerbic eyes at the latest creations. Gentlemen, again, thank you very much for your time. G'day, David. Thanks, Thanks, David. Now, American ads can often look like truisms you get on Facebook, things like reach your goals or life is what you make it and so on. BMW have an ad about a young man with muscles and, of course, a BMW who seems to alternate between driving and exercising. It is full of expressions such as success requires hard work, always have a vision, be willing to push yourself. Technology is to help you, but always stay in control. Gentlemen, are you more motivated towards being a better person because of this ad? Because oh, of ads. It's, it's full of a, it's a, it's a cliche, isn't it, David? All these, uh, all these sort of phrases, motivational phrases. But I, I think they're, they're, they're sort of doing a bit of a, it's motivational, but it's also about the car. Oh, that's a you surprise. Know, it, 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 it sees ahead and all of that kind of stuff. So, um, But uh, they seem to be making a big deal of how it drives itself. And, and I was like, wow, if only I could get that in another car. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I mean, it, it, we know that, that people sell things based on emotion and, and the, really the Super Bowl thing is about the size of the audience. It's not about, you know, the, it's a special venue. It's people you know, associated with the Super Bowl with these fantastic new ads which are given their kind of premiere on um, on the Super Bowl game. And also, in, interestingly, um, new trailers for movies. But but it's, it's just about audience. It's just getting the most number of eyes on this thing and bombarding them with the emotions that you want them to connect with your brand. And so I think they all alternate between these different things of these uh, phony sort of affirmations versus, uh, you know, lifestyle. Lifestyle is very important. You always see the, the four-wheel drives associated with people in the bush, you know, but but, but it's sort of, um, it's soft-roading and it's, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're a family together out in the um, camping because we've, we've got a Honda or whatever. But look, I, I just wonder when will Australia get these sorts of things, David? I mean, uh, we're thankfully not involved in this sort of ad advertising sort of excitement associated with big events. Mm. But what if we had them, you know, for for the rugby league grand final, the AFL grand final, we could all be talking about the the latest cash converters ad or the, uh, (laughs) yes, some appalling thing like that. Where do you get it? You know, we could relaunch that. And we'll charge five and a half dollars per 30 seconds. Yeah. And so what's the yeah. budget for these? This is the other thing, isn't it, David? Oh, yeah. The phenomenal amount of money that's spent to mm. grab these spots. And so yeah. there's huge production values. And I don't know, I just I'm really uncomfortable with the blurring between an ad that interrupts what you want to see versus people tuning in to look at the ads. This is bizarre. It goes beyond wearing a T-shirt that says, you know, Levi's or something like that. It goes way beyond that, doesn't it? You almost get the impression that, that some people watch the Super Bowl for the ads. Oh, gosh, yeah. I'll bet you know, they they're do. more interested in the ads than the, than the game. 
Well, one of the ads had 4.8 million clicks on it when it was launched just a few minutes before or so, so on. The other thing is sometimes the ads are a little bit more exciting and more action than the actual football, but that's yes. another question. Now, Alpha has three ads as they try to rejuvenate the brand. I quite like the Alpha One Riding Dragons, where they say mm. that power used to be the strongest guy in the room. Now you have to have grace as well. Alphas we've had recently in Australia are often cutesy, quirky-looking little things. Now they're old 159 sedan. I thought that was a great-looking car. Now they have bought out the Julia, which is a continuation of that style. I like it. Now, the big question is, uh, Errol, particularly, do you think this ad helps? Uh, I think it does. They're, they're, they're going, there's lots of shots of, you know, space shuttles taking off and jets and all this kind of, you know, power sort of stuff. Um, they do they do mention more than once about flying cars, and I still don't have my flying car, Fiat. That's false advertising. <laughs> the one I liked uh, particularly uses history a little bit. They have the usual sorts of uh, image sort of stuff, but then they flash up pictures of the very early Formula One alphas to some of yes. their iconic road cars. I thought finally someone says that it is not just about the moment, you know, that we're not locked in the very present, but that you reflect a long-term passion and history. I mm, thought that was yeah. rather good. Yeah, the, the history of the brand is, is as important as what we're making today. Yeah, yeah and I think that's part of it. And people, you know, hand-carving clay models of the cars and that Ooh. sort of stuff. So, yeah, obviously it's full of speed and, and uh, you know, going fast. But, you know, the, the images of children, you know, yearning to be um, grown up and, and you, know, you know, racing in cars or ballet dancers or leaping mm. to the stars. Yeah, again, it's all emotion. It's all associating the brand with achieving emotional and social things isn't mm. it yeah I, th I think this this one had a had a kid in a billy cart um but so yeah. did about three of the other ads so uh, it's, i'm getting them mixed up but it's not just um, a billy cart it's like a he's got a little helmet on and it's like a an expensive soapbox race box race yes, it's not something yes. you and i made out of fence palings right it's <laughs> no no yeah you know, it's much more it's, it's, it's got a, it's got an italian leather on the seat <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, it's males are the power and females are the grace, so it uh, does tend to wallow into that. Now, but there is heritage, I suppose. Yes. That's that's something that Alpha can trade on. Isn't the, it? the only thing is that some of the ads uh, are pretty zoom zoom. They have these pictures of it spinning through the countryside. One of them even chucking a wheelie and smoking the tyres. Although you can't see the smoke just from the tyres, it looks almost like it could come from the exhaust pipe, which is not the image they want at all. Blow your engine. No, that's it's, it's, a, it's a more realistic one after you've had it for a few years, though, isn't it? But the other thing is I just find all those sorts of shots, particularly chucking a wheelie, smoking the tyres, have been done so much on Top Gear and everything else that it's a little bit boganish to my mind. I, yeah, I, yeah I mean, and you couldn't show that ad in Australia anyway. Uh, no, no, that's exactly right. Now, Honda is into some aphorisms as well. They have an ad which has expressions like, all dreams are in reach. He is to chasing dreams. But it's done with very clever technology. It shows celebrity pictures from their school yearbook and it must have used digital technology because you can see them speak and they have facial expressions. Uh, celebrities such as Tina Fey, Stan Lee, Robert Redford, boy, he looks different, Amy Adams, Magic Johnson and Steve Carell. 
it's a very clever ad. Do you think that touch of cleverness helps push the image? I think it's a really, it's a really, really well done and and you know quite amusing ad. I think the the thing that they is slightly lost on me though is that how so many people dream, you know, from being when they were a kid at school of owning a Honda CRV. <laughs> Nostradamus. <laughs> when I grow up, I want to have an SUV, yeah, which they weren't there. A little bit of humour from Steve Carell and that, but uh, overall a bit of aphorisms, but rather clever technologies, and it rated uh, rather well in terms of judgment as to whether it was a good ad or not. Now, lifestyle values. Who can forget a few years ago, gentlemen we commented on when Bob Dylan voiced a Jeep ad including the phrase there is nothing more American than America oh, oh yeah don't, don't, don't remind me David I think uh, he should have lost the Nobel Prize for that but no matter what other good work he did now core values they don't have to be just American or even about success they can be laid back now, the Sitting on the Dock of the Bay Wasting Time Award must go to Honda with a man driving a van at night pondering words such as time you enjoy wasting is time not wasted at all. Errol, could you stay awake to the end of that ad? No, it was very, very sort of uh, droll. It, and it, and he, this, this, it's this young sort of scruffy guy with a, a very strong southern accent saying, you know, my Honda minivan. And how many times my Honda took my breath away? And and uh, I think my favourite line is, I'll drive this car till I die and maybe a bit after. I think it makes it to this one to sound like a death trap. <laughs> well, I said your passengers would prefer you not to be in that situation. Yes. yes. <laughs> Doesn't he know that fatigue is the biggest killer? And so therefore he's likely to die in that car because he just drones on. Yes, he yes, sounds half asleep, doesn't it? Perhaps it just means that, uh, you know, you'll, you'll buy it as a second-hand car and there'll be sort of a, an unidentifiable ash all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's in there in more than spirit. Did you see the Lexus commercial, the, the man and machine commercial with the, the dancer? Yes. He's an yes. Black American yes. dancer. Beautiful juxtaposition of his moves and physicality and the vehicle's shape and everything. But I, I couldn't help but thinking in, in America, if that man drove that car, the police would probably pull him over. Is this car yours, sir? Yeah, that's right. I mean, is, is a black guy advertising it? It's, it's really an ad aimed at, at white people, I suspect. Yes, to yes, feel it is. Cool and, and edgy. And they've uh, got that that effect where the uh, the car is obviously it's in a set that rotates. So we got the the guy winds up sort of dancing up up the wall and sort of onto the ceiling yes. around this yeah. car. Yeah, which uh, is let's face it, it's a Lexus, it's a Toyota. That's basically we're, we're it's saying we're hip for the youngsters. The thing about this gentleman is I am not a dancer. I hate doing it. And it seems like a lot of movement that has no meaning. Now, some research has said that if you dance regularly, you live longer. I'd rather die. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I'm just that awkward and that. So, well, perhaps it does then give me that sense of fluidity that perhaps there is a certain magic of dance and a magic in the technology. What about social values and issues? Audi took on gender equality. In an ad called Daughter, a young girl is in a billy cart race, there we are, Errol, while a father narrates a moral monologue using expressions like, do I tell her that her grandpa is worth more than a grandma? 
But then there is a new world. Or maybe I will be able to tell her something different. Now, gentlemen, you won't be surprised to learn that the daughter wins the race. Did this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she, she beats the bully. Ah, yeah, yeah, the, the, boy, the boy bully who's trying to, you know, knock her off the road. Yeah, mm. but yeah. her dad drives the car. Ah, uh, so yes, they walk together in mm. the car, and she's still just a passenger. Well, shouldn't the mother drive the uh, the car? Shouldn't the mother be there? And the dad's and the dad sits in the back. That's right, David. Because the the, the ad tagline is "Out of America is committed to equal pay for equal work," and yet it's still the the job of driving the car is the man's job. You know, the child, the girl is a passenger. And you're exactly right. Wouldn't it have been better to have a mum and a dad there and to have him demonstrate that, you know, there's no need to sit in the the driver's seat? Yes, even if, if, yes, he sat in the passenger seat. Mm. The mere fact that she drove, I think, would have been a really strong thing. One of the lines is, do I tell her she will automatically be valued less than every man she meets? This is the before sort of case. But the trouble with that is, is that's the whole principle of luxury cars about class and elitism. That's right. And <laughs> you judge them on the badge more than on the performance. Yes, and they're always and they're, advertised as being aggressive and, and masculine, aren't they? Yeah, and the irritating thing about Audi doing this is that uh, there's this theme, particularly in, in um, New Zealand, I follow some people who, who keep track of, of cars that park in bus zones and across cycleways, and there's a tagline that goes with it, always an Audi. <laughs> <laughs> so almost always that vehicle that's stuffing everybody else up is an Audi. Now, pulling at heartstrings, members of the armed forces leaving their families behind to defend the values of the country is surely a subject that will bring everyone together. Now, Hyundai's Deepwater Horizon, they have soldiers at the US military base in Zagan, Poland, watching the Super Bowl on an ordinary screen, but then some get taken into a special room, and it's like virtual reality, and they seem to be sitting at the game. The emotional twist is at the end when their loved ones come onto the screen. Would have been, I think, even more emotional if the loved ones had been there at the site, but that's another thing. Can the emotions of serving your country away from your loved ones be enough to make Americans buy a Korean car? What do you think, gentlemen? When I saw the first half of this ad, I was expecting them to announce the first South Korean-made Hummer. <laughs> it's sort of, you know, it's all military. But, uh, yes, it's tugging at the heartstrings. I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a very American thing, this, you know. Uh, you know these marines off offshore working working uh, outside the U.S. and um, yeah, but only some of them get to meet their family. It's like yes. there's this yeah, so there's but, losers. It's see, so they, they, they they bought a Hyundai. <laughs> <laughs> it's after sales service. Maybe it'll make them um, much more likely to defend South Korea. I, I think it would have been better to be set in Seoul, <laughs> the DMZ on the other side. We need you to make sure we can keep making Hyundai's. The tagline is, better drives us. But the trouble is you can get into politics. One of the comments under the YouTube copy of this ad was Hawkeye Nation 19, who said, the stabilisation of Europe happened after Brexit and the takeover of Crimea and continuing of fighting in eastern Ukraine. Get ready for third world war. I'm not sure that was the quite the comment that he and I wanted to elicit. No, no. Anything controversial is going to bring out the swivel-eyed loons, isn't it? (laughs) 
we'll touch on that in a little while. Is uh, it really, Brian? You talked a lot about whether it is image or whether it's technology. Surely, the thing that is attracting quite a lot of people to cars now, and certainly more in the future, will be technology. Now, Ford in their ad go further. They show situations where things have gone wrong, like your ski lift stopping and leaving you hanging in the middle of air. And then things that perhaps are not quite so serious, but still frustratingly difficult to achieve, like getting out of a wetsuit after a swim at the beach. They use words like no one likes being stuck, new ways to move through life. Does this give you confidence that technology in Ford cars will make your life much easier, gentlemen? David, I just saw this and I I thought Ford has obviously been, you know, brought this ad to us by Murphy's Law. Right. If anything can go wrong, it will go wrong. Mm. Yes, and, and it doesn't doesn't give me confidence in their cars if, <laughs> if they're showing me all these situations I really don't want to be in. Still, I guess it's it's uh, it's about um, individuals and how they you know, how their lives are affected by mobility and things like this. And so, you know, they have Ford Social. They're talking about ride share and and bikes and stuff like that. This, this one I like. I think it um, I think it's an honest attempt to say you know we're about more than just a car and the emotion we're about trying to make your life better and we're recognizing that not everybody's driving a car so there are bikes in this and and rideshare vehicles so look i i like it for that reason it's not so phony and a bike rides at speed past a queue of stopped vehicles a bunch of skewed cars and it's mm. a share bike it's one of those city ones that you go and you you scan your card and and pick it up and ride and drop it off i think yeah now the key thing here is ford is saying we are not just a car company we're a mobility company yes and we will we will be involved in it now i struggle with technology gentlemen you know that you know oh we know it well it it doesn't (laughs) like me right yes now, we've mentioned in previous board broadcasts that we do not want cars that need a software update every few weeks. They were talking about the sort of modern car. Now, the only thing I'll leave on this is Stephen Hawking, one of the great brains of our time, still uses the same voice software he had from the start because he is used to it. I just mentioned that in passing. As we talk about a huge amount of new technology in cars, I'm not sure I'm going to be very good at that. Now, gentlemen, humour can be hit and miss, particularly American humour. Buick used those age-old images of parents watching their young boys play gridiron. The theme goes, a sexy-looking woman, that seems to be paramount, pulls up in a convertible, and the father says, if that's a Buick, then I'm Cam Newton, apparently a football player. It turns out that it is a Buick, and so one of the little fellas turns into this super big, large football player who wins the game for the kids. And then there's the line, some people just can't believe it's a new Buick. And and the father says, if that's a Buick, then I'm a supermodel. Then he turns into a Miranda Kerr. Yes. Yeah. Rather stereotypical. Yes, David. And and I think they're, they're trying to use humour here to distract us from the fact that uh, pretty much every car they show is an Opal made in Poland. <laughs> so a supermodel who's an illegal immigrant. <laughs> the one thing I like about the ad is that Cam Newton, the big fella, gets ready to throw a ball and the little fella's up the front ready to receive it and he keeps waving his hand saying, no, 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 don't throw it to me. I thought that was... <laughs> Rather witty. Now, uh, other humour. Mercedes, ageing bikies, still trying to play it tough, although it looks a bit more like they need 
stinker rub than marijuana. The jukebox only plays Stefan Wolf's Born to be Wild. They learn that their bikes have been parked in, but it turns out to be a Mercedes AMG GT Roadster owned by Peter Fonda, a throwback to Easy Rider, which was filmed in 1969. Gentlemen, old images like that, are they going to help sell Mercedes? Maybe to, to that people as old as him. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just didn't get the, the why you would want to associate your brand with bikies. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't get it. It's set in a biker bar. Mercedes don't make bikes. Um, yeah. Anybody, anybody else who parked their, their shiny $200,000 sports car in front of a bunch of bikes would have a very scratched Merc. Well, it's, perhaps that's the uh, kind of a fight club thing. You know, you, you own a Mercedes, get the shit beaten out of you. <laughs> <laughs> the Easy Rider was filmed nearly half a century ago. That means that even uh, a lot of Mercedes owners were only children then, so it's not as if that they might remember or necessarily oh, relate yeah. to that. I Perhaps know. it's about their fathers and or mothers buying them the car. <laughs> Well, of course, Easy Rider, he, uh, Fonda, played the sort of good guy who liked to meet people with the American flag, and the other guy was the dressed as an American Indian who was rather surly in that, which is, of course, in modern things, dressed in the American flag doesn't make you necessarily a very warm and compassionate person. Mm-hmm. Now, talking about humour, now, one that really got a lot of publicity was Kia's Hero's Journey, and it has Melissa McCarthy cast in the role of a somewhat wacky environmentalist. She's a sort of frumpy would-be mother who is trying to save the world in some sort of way. It turns out she tries to save the whales, the trees, the ice caps and the rhino, only to suffer slapstick catastrophes in every situation. The punchline is it's hard to be an echo warrior, but it's easy to drive like one of course, that means the 2017 Kia Nero, which set a record for driving across America using the least amount of fuel for a hybrid vehicle. A commentator left a message at the bottom that said, I've never laughed so hard at a commercial. I'm pretty sure my neighbours heard me. Gentlemen, were you in the same boat? Oh, look, it's certainly the, the one of the funnier ads. I don't know if Kia drivers being people that, who like to get killed standing up for their cause. I don't know if that's quite... <laughs> the customer they're going for, but um, certainly amusing. As, as, uh, uh, and, um, and there's two of them. They, they obviously made one ad and thought they'd just keep going. Yes. The second one has a uh, – uh, she, she gets into a Kia to escape the, the freezing Arctic or Antarctic, I assume, in this case, and a penguin pops in and uh, enjoys the heated seat. I was intrigued by the association of the brand with uh, incompetence. Mm. This is, uh, mm inability yeah. to actually achieve things so again i yeah not it's nice to be funny but uh. well i think some people like that sort of slapstick sort of humor and uh and, you know i'm not sure if it means if you buy a, a kia you'll end up with funny things happening to you which would normally kill standard people but again the politics this is rather interesting for a couple of reasons one a comment made at the bottom of the youtube uh, ad about it from joe ram said that he uh, he made the comment, where are the smugglers? The extortion money that illegals have to pay. This commercial was made by morons who have no idea what illegal immigrants grow through to arrive at the US-Mexican border. A play of emotions, but there is a serious problem down the here. I, I fail to see what that has to do with Kia <laughs> or that ad or anything. 
Well, the interesting thing about the politics, and not that, I mean, that's just crazy, but the thing is, Melissa McCarthy has just recently done a great imitation of Sean Spicer, the spokesperson for the pre- uh, the president on Saturday Night Live. They've got so much to, so much material to work with, David. <laughs> well, well, the guys from South Park say it's almost impossible to satire because it's so crazy. But the thing is, it used to be if you had a celebrity endorse your product, you were worried about them talking or cat being caught taking drugs. Now it's not supporting Trump. <laughs> yes. That could be the very worst thing. Now, yeah, yeah. What, Spicer, what Spicer then came out and said, she's being mean. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's getting to him. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> this is classic of all politics of both sides. You call people names and then you blame the opposition for calling other people names. You disrespect people totally and then you say how disappointed you are because your opposition disrespected you. You abuse people, then you condemn other people for being intolerant. The only thing I can say is that Fox, of course, broadcasts the Super Bowl, so uh, they must have seen it as poking fun at, fun at uh, environmentalists, or otherwise they would never have, uh, you know, they would never <laughs> have let the ad be run. Gentlemen, I, I just make one uh, honourable mention. We've talked all about cars, but WeatherTech, they made an ad and put it on there uh, that making selling car mats, and they did it in a James Bond jump into another car while it's moving to help avoid coffee spills. You've got to admire the spirit of that. But, of course, <laughs> yes. they said with great words, it was made, they, the products are made in America. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, they're making America great again, David. One mat at a time. I, I love the blokey voice. It's, it's basically saying, because we spill coffee in our SUVs. Ah, uh, a first world problem. Gentlemen, it's been wonderful to talk to you. Thanks very much for your time. No worries, David.